You're listening to Nguyen From Within, where we unlock the strength within you and continually develop the strongest version of you possible. I'm your host, John Nguyen. What is up, my friend? Today we are talking about breathing. And on that note, let's go ahead and take our big, deep breath. So breathing. This is probably the most important foundational principle after thinking. And if you think about it, how many days can you go without food? On average, probably about 21 days or so. I don't know if you've ever watched um, Naked and Afraid, but those people literally just starve themselves for the entire time that they're on the island. And um, they're still able to survive and live, right? And of course, the next thing that you can't survive without is water. And typically, you can go without water for about three to four days. But when it comes to breathing, unless you are a magician or a wizard or somebody who is like Wim Hof, who can hold his breath for a really long time, the longest you can probably go without breathing is about a minute or two. And not only that, but the effects of how you breathe the amount that you breathe in, the air quality that you breathe in can be felt pretty much immediately. However, besides the immediate effects, there are actually a lot of long-term effects on pretty much every structure and function in your body. Your sleep, your digestion, your back, um, your anxiety, your memory, all of these things are affected by the breath. So you probably get it. The oxygen that we take in is very important. So how do we go about getting more of it and higher quality oxygen? The first thing that we need to do is stop our vertical breathing. Vertical breathing is when we breathe into our chest and our shoulders rise up and we feel like we get taller. That is actually the incorrect way of breathing And if you want to look at the prime way of breathing that is naturally programmed into you, just look at a baby. To maximize the air that you breathe in, you actually have to breathe into your belly. The area underneath your ribs should expand 360 degrees. So not only in the front, but the sides and the lower back area too. It it all needs to expand and it all can expand if you utilize it correctly. Now, the reason why we want to do this is the area above the ribs only actually accounts for about a third of your lung capacity. So if you're only breathing up in the ribs or up in the chest and in the shoulders, you have to breathe more often, take shorter breaths. And when you take shorter breaths, what actually happens is that you overwork the muscles in your neck and your chest. And at a neurological level, your body perceives it as something stressful. And because it believes that you're going through some stress, you actually enter and stay in the sympathetic state, the fight or flight state. And going back to all the other episodes too, you don't, if, when you're in the fight or flight state, you can't rest, repair, and digest. So when you first start out doing this, it may feel a little weird and it may feel almost um, counterintuitive to breathe this way. 
So one of the easiest ways to kind of train yourself to do this is when you breathe in, you can bend over at the hip very slightly and fill up your belly in that area. And you'll notice that it's actually much easier than if you're standing straight up. Another thing that you can do is you can lie down on your back and place either books or even a, even a water bottle, something that you can visually see onto your belly. And again, when you inhale, that object, that book, that water bottle, whatever you put on your belly should rise. And when you exhale, it should go down. And that's just a visual cue for you to know that you're breathing the right way. And what you, what you also want to pay attention to afterwards, once you get that belly, the front part of it um, down is, again, you want to be able to feel the lower back expand into the ground. Now, I don't know if it's me or not, but when I take a big deep breath into the belly standing up, sometimes I still feel like it's tight down there. And it could be either my abs are, are really tensed up, and that could be a byproduct of fear or just conditioning of, you know, just wanting to look good or keeping our gut sucked in so that our belly doesn't hang out. But if that actually happens and, and you're like me and you feel constricted or tightened the midsection area, what I've actually learned recently from Dr. Huberman is if you take two quick inhales into your belly, into your midsection area, you can actually take a lot more air in and neurologically, it actually calms you down, especially if you do three quick rounds of that. The second thing I want to talk about is posture. So notice how you're sitting or standing. Are you hunched over? Are you bent over? Most of us who are on our phones or on our computers a lot actually are doing ourselves a big disservice because our posture is so horrible. So take a look. If you are hunched over, sit up straighter, put your shoulders back a little bit, and again, breathe into your belly. And you should notice a big difference with that too. If you have somebody, they can call you out on it if they ever see you slouched over. Or if you want to take a picture of yourself, you can do that and then correct yourself afterwards from whatever you see inside the camera. The thing you want to keep in mind when you are um, working on your posture is that when you're bending over, you're actually eliminating a lot of the space from which your diaphragm and your lungs can expand. So when you are improving your posture, when you're sitting or standing up straighter, it allows for the diaphragm to really expand, your rib cage to expand, as well as your lungs too. And from that, you're able to take in a lot more air. As long as you remember to take it in the lower two-thirds of your lungs, in addition to the upper one-third. Most people already do the upper one-thirds. It's just including the lower two-thirds first initially and then filling up the upper one-thirds for a full deep breath. So how do we go about actually using this in a practical way? Well, whenever you feel something stressful happening to you, try to catch it. Try to catch yourself in the moment. And as soon as you can, take two quick deep breaths in succession and let it out. In the past, I've actually done the one deep breath in response to a stressful situation, but I've actually found 
the two quick deep breaths in succession followed by the exhale has been way more effective in getting me to be calmer and just in a in a better place to respond to the stressful event whether it's my son smacking me in the face or I start going down a negative path in my thinking. It really doesn't matter what the stressor is, but the breathing itself is designed to get you out of that stress state into an area or in a state of mind where you can actually respond to it. So two other times where you can probably guess this would be useful are when you eat and right before you go to bed. And this all just goes back to entering the rest and digest state and centering yourself so that you are intentional about what you do rather than just being caught up in whatever is going on in your day or whatever is going on in your mind. Centering yourself with the breath allows your body to know that it's time to eat and digest or it's time to sleep and repair itself. And that is probably one of the most important things about the breath. It's something that you can control no matter what you're going through, no matter what's going on inside your mind. You can always go back to the breath and control how you think and how you feel just by reminding yourself to breathe. In future episodes, I'll probably talk about things like meditation and stretches that you can do to improve your posture and to open up the airways, but I think what we have so far has established a good foundation if you remind yourself to check in with your belly, check in with your breathing, check in with your lungs to make sure that you are intentional about it, make sure that you're breathing in the correct way. You'll notice in a few days, maybe even a few hours, that it'll be different. And different may be a little bit difficult at first because it's uh, opposite to what you may have been doing, but over time, if you keep up with it and you are diligent and aware of how you're breathing and the quality of air you're getting in, you'll find that it will bleed a lot into various aspects of your life, your mind, the way you respond, and as a result, your relationships, your digestion, your sleep, any part of your life, any part of it and all parts of it can be and will be affected by how you breathe. So in the next episode, I'll be talking about exercise. And while I might not be able to show you specific exercise moves, I will talk about general best practices, mindset, how I approach exercise, no matter what type of exercise it is, whether it's cardio, resistance training, sports. These thoughts that I'll be sharing should set you up for pain-free, injury-free, um, just long-term progress and strength in the realm of exercise. So I'll see you next time. But until then, I see you. I'm sending you much love. And I respect the courage that you must have to change your life for the better. Peace. <laughs>